This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. Yes, the Holy Land is where we come from. I think this is the only podcast. (laughs) It's not true. There are probably thousands of podcasts. But this is like the best financial podcast coming out of the Holy Land, without doubt. If you've got any questions or comments... Before we get into the big show, and it's a good show, it's a show that some of you are not going to like because I'm telling the truth about how people act when they invest. Okay, But before we get to that, hold on tight. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. That's aaronkatzman.com. aaronkatzman.com. So, are you an overconfident investor? Okay, a lot of you who are listening to this are saying, oh, Matt Katzman, what are you talking about, man? I am good. I know what I am doing. Well, 2019, as we know, turned out to be a heck of a year for financial markets. Double-digit gains, serious double-digit gains, were normal, right, across the board. Now, it's a lot easier to make money when everything is going up, right? The temptation for investors, then, is to start taking more risk than they are usually able to handle. Since the year ended, since the new year started of 2020, I've been getting lots of phone calls from clients who wanted to sort of oh, you know, I've got, you know, a bond or I've got like this dividend stock which doesn't move very much. I want to sell it. You know, that's boring. Okay, I want to buy a rocket ship stock, right? I want to buy something that's going to really move. I gotta, it's got to double, right? I'm in a hurry to make money and things are so easy and I am so smart that I want to get a much riskier asset and more speculative individual stocks and stuff into my portfolio. Now, whether or not this makes sense is based on each individual's risk profile. But the danger in this approach is that investors are becoming too confident in their investing abilities, right? It could be that we, we're due for you know, a good smackdown in the market just to slap people in the face and, and, and get them back into reality, right? You're not such a great investor. It's funny. I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago, and somebody actually came up to me, a client, and said, hey, you know what? You did a really good job last year. And I thanked them. I said, well, you're one of only like two people out of hundreds who actually appreciated the work. But I also said, you know, you did great, but I can't take all the credit. The credit I can take is that I, you, that I convinced you to stay invested. <laughs> That's it. Because so many people at the end of 2018 were like, oh, my God, the market dropped 20% in two months. I'm out of here. Right? So the big issue for an advisor is to actually keep their clients invested and not to panic. And then when good years happen, good years happen. Okay, now there's a lot of actual research in terms of the overconfidence uh, of investors. Tony Giordano, who's a senior financial advisor with Vanguard, quoted a piece that appeared in the Journal of Economic Perspective. This goes back in time a little bit, uh, a couple of years ago, titled "Overconfident Investors: Predictable Returns and Excessive Trading." That's a long title. <laughs> the report, though, said investors attribute. Strong portfolio performance and high returns to their skills, 
which leads to self-assurance. When the same investors experience poor performance and low returns, they attribute it to bad luck. The result? Persistent overconfidence. And that's really interesting, right? When things are, go- are going well, they think they're God's gift to investing. When things are bad, ah, oh, it's bad luck. Okay? It's the persistent overconfidence which can lead to very poor investment decisions. Call it greed or whatever you want, but I've seen it through, this, through my office way too many times where after a good year in the market and the client will lose sight of their financial goals and needs. And then they just decide to throw every caution to the wind and shoot for higher and higher returns. And you know what happens, right? At the end, like I said, the market, you know, there's a smackdown to the market. And then all of a sudden they're like, huh? Uh, what happened? Martha, what happened to our portfolio? How come we can't retire? Well, uh, decided to trade in that bond for uh, Chinese internet stock. <laughs> they can't go down or the latest IPO which didn't crash and burn out. It's so easy to make money in the markets. Well, maybe it isn't. And the fact of the matter is that we said tons and tons of times, just you can't lose sight of what your financial goals are. Giordino continues on, and he said, recent data shows that when investors rely on their quote-unquote skills to beat the market, they usually come up way short. Now, he goes back a couple of years ago. The average 2016 return among 70,000 investors who tracked their portfolios on open folio social network lagged the S&P 500 total returns by more than 7 percentage points. Cha-ching, or I shouldn't say cha-ching, right? That's the poorhouse. That's ouch, right? 7%. Can you imagine on one year? Multiply that by like decades. You know how much money you're leaving on the table because you think you're better than you really are? hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay? You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkats. M-A-N, AaronKasman.com, AaronKasman.com. We are speaking about investor exuberance, investor overconfidence, where after a good year in the market, as was 2019, which is a great year, investors think they are infallible, that they're incredible. They never make mistakes, and all of a sudden they trade in sort of the balance of their portfolio, the balanced portfolio, I should say, for a more speculative, more aggressive portfolio, thinking that they are so good at investing that they're going to make lots and lots of money. And then we know what happens. Bam! Head-on collision. The market drops significantly, and they're left with not a lot left. Okay? Stay, stay strong. Resist that temptation. Right? Giordano sums it up when he says, if strong market performance makes you headstrong with the possibility of quick returns, Avoid the temptation to go after investments that will expose you to more risk than you'd feel comfortable with under ordinary circumstances. On the flip side, if poor market performance tempts you to flee to cash, consider the longer-term implications, which include missing a potential market rebound and losing future growth opportunities. There it is. I mean, I I could have said it better, but he said it, and I quoted it. So, So let's go with what Giordano says. Now, as I've said a thousand times, it bears repeating. Creating your asset allocation or the mix of stocks, bonds, and cash in your portfolio is the single most important task 
that an investor has to face. There are so many studies that show that the pro proportion of bonds and stocks and cash held in a portfolio has a much greater impact or effect on your returns and the volatility that you experience than any individual investments which you choose. That's why after assessing one's investment goals, it's really important to create an allocation that can help you achieve what it is that you're setting out to accomplish, right? That's more important. Now, especially after the market run-up that we've experienced over the last couple of years, it's really important to reassess your portfolio. Are you too aggressive? Are you too doubtful you're too conservative? Much has changed in the world over the last year. Investors should take the time to make sure that their portfolios are well-positioned for, for today's condition. In time periods where stock returns are higher, many investors can find themselves with portfolios that are much more heavily tilted towards stocks than when they started out. Why? Well, it's obvious, right? If you started out with 50% in stocks and the market goes up by 100%, you're going to have a lot more now than 50% of your money in stocks. One of the most overlooked aspects in long-term investing is the need to actually rebalance your portfolio, which is what we're talking about, right? Get things back to the allocation that you are more comfortable with. Now, it's important for two reasons. One, it keeps your portfolio in tune with your long-term goals and needs. And second, it keeps it in line with your risk level. So, like, what's the upshot of all this? Stay the course that you started out with. Part of your financial plan took into account the good years in the market. Take the money and say thanks, but don't get overconfident and start getting more and more aggressive and end up making really, really costly mistakes. If you follow your asset allocation to rebalance your portfolio, you will be able to achieve your financial goals. That's what it is, just a dose of reality. Remember, you're not, you could be good, you could be smart, right? But you're not God's gift to investing. 99.99999% of you are not, right? There's only one Warren Buffett or Peter Lynch because there's only one Warren Buffett or Peter Lynch, right? So be smart, right? Don't get caught up in the euphoria uh, of a rising market. Um, it's great to make money. No, no, no doubt about that. We all like it. It sure makes everybody's job a lot easier when you're making money. But remember that markets go up and they go up over time, but they also, in the short term, can go down. They can go down very, very severely. And if all of a sudden you get overconfident and you change your allocation to one that is much more speculative than, than you desire that you, that you need right, to achieve your long-term goals and the market drops, you're going to really be up the creek. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show with your host, Aaron Katzman, where we, we like to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me. And Aaron at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. It's been a joy speaking to you, and we will speak to you soon.